How um? What's up? Okay, I was asking, uh, how long does this go for? I, I... However long you're here is fine. 45, 30 minutes, an hour, yeah. doesn't matter. That's cool. I told yeah. QG I do his uh, podcast with him after this, so that's why I was asking. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I was running late, my bad. Hey, I know um, we originally had uh, Chad Zumok scheduled here, but I want to thank you for filling in for the the spot oh really it's supposed to be me and chad no i'm just kidding I, I'm, <laughs> uh, oh that was a joke um, yeah <laughs> you get it <laughs> ah perfect no, uh, hey hey everyone you cool cats and kins i got here on the show from the shuli network and from the host of the rock bottom podcast and just all around comedian Ray DeVito. Hello, Ray DeVito. What's up, Lorenzo? How are you, buddy? Not too bad. I uh, woke up late today because I don't know. I was just tired. I stayed up late watching, you know, movies or something like a kid and woke up late. So uh, it sucks. I missed my therapy appointment for the second time because I, as an idiot, put it at 8 a.m. And um, yeah, I've been able to get up at 8 a.m. the last couple of days, so it's been kind of like, why did I put it at 8 a.m.? You know, why do you have a therapy session at 8 a.m.? Isn't that early even for them? No, they're available that early. Uh, I don't. It's because I my last therapist was at four in the afternoon, and then she's like, "Oh, I recommend this other therapist to you that does like another level in therapy." But we could only pencil you in for 8 a.m. on Fridays. And I'm like, man, uh, that's hard. Getting up at 8 a.m. on my day off, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. But because uh, I've already missed two appointments. And it's like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. Because I can't get my fucking ass up at 8 in the morning on a Friday. You know, I want to fucking stay up late and then not wake up till noon. Uh. But yeah, how's everything going with you? Like, I know you live up in the the east area, so like, is everyone still like scared of that nine eleven thing that happened? The east, um, I'm in Ohio, but yeah, I lived in in uh, New York City. What, what, talking about nine eleven? Yeah, are people still scared of those shenanigans that ha- what happened at nine eleven? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they think about it. I know you're never supposed to forget. I don't think people, people are so self-centered. They're worried about their own day, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. No, people walk past uh, kids on the street or homeless people and just like, get the fuck out of my way. And I always do that too, though. I, I don't respect homeless people. <laughs> you don't, I, I, when's the last time you saw a homeless person? Uh, Out on the street. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, see. I know. I know they they all seem to congregate towards WalMarts, and I never like, you know, I haven't shopped at a Walmart in a while, and they're always like kind of like zombies uh, going around the perimeter of it, so so they could like technically squat because it's public property and not that private property that is the parking lot, you know. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean. You know who knows what they're dealing with. To each their own. Yeah. You know. No, you're what are you right. Gonna, what are you gonna do? <laughs> but I'm not. 
Uh, I'm still not going to respect them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I've been on a few of your shows, kind of getting to know each other. I know. Um, when did you like actually start comedy? Like, you know, take it seriously and want to do it professionally? Oh, I, I think like the early, early 2000s when I first started doing uh, shows and then headliners just because I had a car would be like, hey, you can open up for me if you drive. And I was like, yeah, all right. And then, yeah, that was the start of it. Just started doing it, you know. Just paying your dues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take too much to get started. Um, I mean, if you're if you're into it, it's just you just gotta hustle and keep getting better. And I know you're up there on the east. Do you think uh the west has it better or the east uh is better as far as like for the comedy scene? Well, I think like I said, I'm not in the east, I'm in Ohio, that's the Midwest. But okay. uh, I I do think like Ohio was a good area to start out, especially when you start doing the road. It's easier because you got so many like decent sized cities around you. So I definitely would say like the Midwest is a good place to start out because Chicago's not far, Detroit's not far, Milwaukee's not far, Louisville, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh. Like they're all like within a uh, reasonable driving distance. So I, I'd say like middle America, mid Midwest, East coast ish, probably the better place to start just cause um, there's a lot more places you can go do comedy. Mm-hmm. And um, what'd you do? Like, did you see someone doing the comedy spot or, did you try a spot like what made what sparked that into you? Like, have you always wanted to be a comedian? Uh, I always like comedy. Um, now, I uh, first time I did comedy, I just signed up for a class at the at the Cleveland Improv, like a workshop class. And the good thing about that, not that you're going to learn anything so much comedy, but um, you meet other people also starting out. So you got like a circle of friends you can like run around and do open mics with together. So Mm -hmm. that's, I don't know. I I thought that was an ideal way to start out. I met a bunch of other people that were my level also just starting out. And then like if one of them was driving to Columbus to like do an open mic, then I was like, yeah, I'll come too. And then I would go and, and then you branch out that way. Yeah. So you're just networking. That's pretty cool. Hell yeah. The, um, I know like you've like you said you've gone up kind of in the ranks and met a lot of like I don't know more uh I met you. I met you. Oh yeah, you met me. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. I met Lorenzo Areola. (laughs) I am notable for uh the Mexicans. You know, we we And you're a tough guy to meet. You don't leave your house often. So (laughs) how did I find you? We we need more Mexican comedians, don't we? We don't have enough of them. They're they're out there taking jobs. Uh, where was my? What, they're out what? there taking chokes. Have you heard of Carlos Mencia? Ooh, ooh taking chokes. Yeah. I know. Ne- I've never liked Carlos Mencia though. I always thought he was kind of like a hack from the beginning, and then uh, I heard about all that, and now he's like, I just saw him recently on one of the podcasts. On was it on the Shuli Network? I think. Yeah, he did Kevin yeah. Dombrowski's. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't get more views, but yeah, I saw him twice on podcasts. I never met Carlos Mencia. Um, 
I saw him on Tiger Belly, and then I saw him on uh, Dombrowski's podcast, and he has like no remorse at all. He he somehow spins it that he's somehow the victim, and he came out in a better place. And it's like, dude, you're not you're making it tougher to like you. Yeah, and he was like on top there for a while with the yeah. TV show and shit like that, and. I just never found him funny. I, I I considered him like a knockoff of Chappelle, like the Mexican version knockoff, you know? No, I, I always thought him and Dan Cook are in that same category, that high energy, like, here comes the jokes. Let's see if you can handle it. I just tell it the way it is. Type, yeah. Just that energy, that too much manic energy coming at you. I've never liked Dane Cook either. Like, I, I hate that he's successful. Oh, I... Uh... <laughs> No, I loved Dan Cook when I was starting out. I thought he was, you know, I was a friend of his on MySpace just because I was a comedian starting out. I had him in my top eight, even though I never met the dude. <laughs> hey, that's man, that was a big deal to have uh, yeah. someone in your top eight. My my cousin was in my top eight. I know that probably number one uh, back then in MySpace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, I know you've met like a lot of comedians. Were there was there anyone you were starstruck in meeting that actually like treated you right, and you were like, "Oh shit," you know, like this person's actually pretty cool. Like anyone you you met starstruck wise, Richard Simmons. I know. Never met Richard <laughs> Simmons. Was never Man. lucky enough to meet the guy. You should have gained more weight. He would have. Uh, he would have found you. Um. Stars, I, um, no, I, I, everyone's, everyone's been cool. Uh, I'd have to. There's only a few that were weird or jerks. Um, and if I could think of any like stories, I don't want to like blow up their spots for no reason. But yeah, m- most people are pretty cool. It's, you know, it's amazing. It's more the lower level comics. I think they're the, like. And that's how you can tell they're new. It's like, eh, you got to be nice to everybody. You can't go around being a jerk. It'll it'll catch up to you. People will remember. Like, uh, so yeah, just be nice to everybody. But yeah, most comics that are like pretty, like they're, they're most of them are pretty cool to other comics. Kind of, you kind of have to be. Like, you will get called out. And one thing comics will do with we got big mouths and <laughs> we'll talk to whoever. <laughs> so it's kind of like we police ourselves. Um, so yeah, you will get called out if you're, you know, now if someone's mentally crazy, it's more like, yeah, you just leave that alone. Just like, don't, don't get involved with that. Um, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pr- pretty much everyone's like, uh, you know, n- nice people. Do um I remember you were drinking Bud Light the other day when I was on your podcast. Do you have any like strange fetishes that make you want to drink the Bud Light? You know, like real freaky deaky. This is your interview. I'm just reading what, what are you, stuttering, stuttering John of interviews. Are you implying <laughs> I only drank Bud Light because no, I drink Bud Light because it's a dollar nineteen. For a seventeen ounce can, and that aluminum can, and it's ice cold. Is whether Budweiser or Bud Light, I'll either one. I just grab. Okay, it. so you do, you do dabble in other beers, is what you're saying. That's that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know. Bud Light's kind of in a weird position where they they like the trans people, but they can't. I don't know show. why they did. I I don't know why they did that. Like, is that really like? I mean, it's. I mean, I don't care. They can have whoever they are. I'll still drink Bud Light. I don't care who they have. But it's weird that they would do that, knowing who their target audience is. Is people like Kid Rock who would get upset for no reason just because of that? So it's like, why would you do that? Like that's not. But to each well, I own. think yeah, I think whoever was in charge of the promoting campaign wanted to ride on that trend of the trans. And they uh, they must have just been so ignorant to the fact that, oh, wait, m- men probably drink our beer. Men who have guns, men who don't like these kinds of people. Yeah, men who are not woke is, I mean, <laughs> I like to consider myself woke, but, like, that's not who's buying your Bud Lights, you idiots. Yeah. No. You Why would do... you just play ignorant and be like, I don't know, they like our they like our Bud Light, just these people in middle America. <laughs> Put a fucking football player on your Bud Light can or something. Uh, and even that, I, I, you shouldn't even put anyone because let's say you put like a football player on there, like like Patrick Mahomes, who's like the best quarterback right now. Now you got some assholes that are going to look at that Bud Light bun. Like, what? I, fuck, I fucking hate the Kansas City Chiefs. Fuck that. I'm not buying that anymore. So by putting anyone on it is just going to alienate people. They're... they're like your audience, Bud Light, are people that hate everything. So why would you put anything on your bottle? No, no matter what you put on your bottle, there are people that are not going to drink it because they hate it. No one's drinking Bud Light because their life is going great. Like no one's like, oh, I want to like you're not an influencer. It's like when Coke tried to change a new Coke in the 80s, and it's like the people that buy your product don't care about new wave stuff. They're no, they're already settled in. And then I think of, uh, like, are you really going to win over that many trans people with having a trans icon on the beer? Uh, like, are you really going to get that many new customers? I'm pretty sure trans people don't really drink Bud Light. They probably drink. I mean, I don't know what they drink. It's yeah. Probably some do, some don't. Who knows? Who Who cares? But. I don't think it's worth that much. Again, I'm not saying anything. I still drink, but like it had nothing to do with me. But I'm just saying, like, they picked a weird thing. Why are you putting anything on your beer bottle? It could have been anything. It could be mm-hmm. you could have a football team on there, and there's going to be people not drink it because they hate that stupid football team. Like, that's your audience. I am part of that audience, <laughs> but I don't. I don't care enough. I drink it because it's a dollar nineteen for a seventeen ounce aluminum bottle. That's why I drink it, but <laughs> to me, it doesn't matter. I'm not, you know, if I like the product, I I don't care who's on it. I mean, I guess I would draw lines if it's, you know, they put a school shooter on there and be like, hey, this is what we support. There's too many kids. And it's like, all right, this is, I guess well, they- then I would have to draw the line. But until then, yeah, having a trans lady on there was not going to stop me from buying. I bet they could have put Jeffrey Dom Jeffrey Dahmer on the can. It would have sold more. Cause yeah, because if you do that, Dahmer. yeah, if you do that, <laughs> it's gonna sell more. Just yeah, because people are gonna do it to be like, haha, that's because people are. I don't know if you know this. People are dicks, Lorenzo. Yeah, I'm trying well, they, to encourage you to go outside. And they love like the true crime. They think Jeffrey Dahmer is like a fucking good-looking murderer who's some sick fuck so like if you do a serial murder 
series where you have like John Wade and Gacy on a can. Fucking oh yeah, people uh, will buy that just people, because people will buy that. You know, like that. Even they'll even buy the, that more. Even the victims' families would buy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just got to buy the rights. I'm sure the rights are out there. Like they'll sell them for pretty cheap. I'm sure they could use the money, the victims, uh, or the the people who still own the likenesses of John Wayne Gacy or fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, that I would s- sell better. I saw the. Um, I mean, I, I watched the Dahmer show. Obviously, you did. You had, you had the time to do it. Mm. I, I, I always thought the funniest thing about it is when the the weird thing for the grandma was when they made a big deal about him having a mannequin in his bedroom. <laughs> and they were like, whoa, this kid's out there. This kid's weird. And it's like, um, I think they overreacted about the mannequin. <laughs> like, If you think that's weird, wait to see. Like, not, like I, I don't think that helped with his psyche. It's like, wow, everyone thinks I'm a weirdo for this. Uh, <laughs> wait till they yeah, get, wait get to, to know what else I'm into. Wait till we get to chapter two. <laughs> you think chapter one is weird? Wait till the middle of the book. It gets. Uh, yeah, you should have left me and my mannequin alone. <laughs> you might want to stop. You might want to stop here and and not continue. Yeah, the fact that they made a giant deal about the mannequins, like ah, oh, this is gonna get. You're not going to like where the direction this is going to go. <laughs> if they would have been cool with the mannequin. Who knows? Maybe everything wouldn't have went the way it went. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was a snowball. But, you know, whatever. To each his own. And I was going to ask you, uh, I don't know if you're single right now, but are you uh, into considering dating? Do you know what a waifu is? No. Waifu's like a computer AI girlfriend. Would you ever be uh, into like a AI girlfriend? No, no, not not an Alan I- an Allen Iverson robot. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't want to date Allen Iverson. No, I could play basketball with him. He he. You would lay down. He would uh step over you or whatever. Uh, no, I would. You say I AI? I think Allen Iverson. Yeah, well, artificial intelligence girlfriend. Uh, unless you're into like the idea of maybe like a real nice custom sex doll. Like I remember when no. I was look when I was. I, is this only because I brought up mannequins? Well, no, I actually had this written down as a question on here because oh. <laughs> I uh, I'm bringing it up because I remember when I was seriously looking into getting one, like a sex a doll. girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, no, a sex doll. They were like 10 grand, but they were pretty customizable. Uh, I don't know. I'm just like thinking about, man, you know, I would just need a good place to store it. But you, w- would you rather have like one of those, like a sex doll or a AI no. girlfriend? Or No, I'm fine. <laughs> you I'll, just, the... I'll, just, I'll just masturbate. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't no, have yeah. trouble doing that. And do you ever use uh, like Pornhub or one of those uh, websites to yeah. watch stuff? Mm-hmm. Do Do you ever do you ever go like to the middle pages, or do you start at page one? Because I know there's some sick fucks that like need to like find a specific page. No, I mean I I like what I like, and I know. But to type in to get to it, uh, so 
yeah. it's pretty standard. Nothing, nothing to uh, okay. No, to each his own, man. Do you do you believe uh, that the Matrix is real? No, no. Have you seen the movie? Yeah, it's not real. It's a fictional movie. No, no. But like, do you think we're living in like a matrix? You know, did you like the movie? Uh, the movie was fine, but no, I do not believe we're living in a matrix. I don't Man. believe in ghosts. I'm agnostic. I have no clue what's out there. But no, it's just people think we're more important than what we are. We're not that important. What about aliens? Do you believe in aliens? Yeah, there's aliens and they don't care about us. Yes, there's other life forms out there outside uh-huh. of this planet. Some of them know we're here. Some of them don't, but they don't give a shit about us. We're not a threat to them, so they don't look at us as threats. Really? You don't think we're... I think uh, Russia is kind of... I don't think they give a shit about us. <laughs> I'll say Russia's pretty threatening and the U.S. knows how to bully people too into into war and out of war. We can't even get to where there'd be aliens, let alone would they have to worry about fighting us. If they know we're here and we don't know they're they're there, yeah, they could easily take care of us. I don't think they any any life forms out there beyond Earth that know about us are sophisticated enough to actually get along with each other to uh, to get to a place to know that other life exists exists outside there. So so they all got together and were cohesive. They get along. They see us. We can't get along with each other. I think they want nothing to do with us. They would look at us like we're just... I think they look at us as idiots. That's what I say. What about um deep beneath the ocean? Are you scared of that? That's pretty scary. Like deep beneath the ocean where we haven't explored yet. No, I don't. No, I, I, dude, I've shit my own life to worry. About. I literally, fucking, I'm not crushing it just worrying about my life, <laughs> let alone worrying about other shit I don't need to worry about. So no, I. You're not worried about the mud sharks uniting, or whatever they they say. There's only one mud shark. You <laughs> can't even unite with people that are trying to help him. <laughs> he oh, he's trying right. I th- I think he's trying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't talk talk to him. He he looks kind of like uh, I don't know if you know wrestling. Like I told you, he looks like a good heel, and you look like the uh, good baby face. So, uh, yeah, it works out. Like the the match of the century, probably make good amount of money booking it. You know. Yeah, I don't think either one of us are in shape to be wrestling. You don't need to be in shape. You just got to know, like, how to keep your partner safe, you know. But uh, I know, let's see. So, like, what are your goals now? I know you had your special that came out on, what was it, the Red red Bar? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Red Bar. No, uh, forget that. It's a dry bar. But uh, okay. check out check out my YouTube, youtube.com backslash R-A-Y-D-E-V-I. Um, I'm put up there's a bunch of clips from my uh, from that special but also my uh other album my album that just came out a life without balconies um a bunch of clips from there uh, on there uh check that out on itunes and amazon um my patreon patreon.com backslash ray devito has has a bunch of my comedies on my podcast and stuff um 
Yeah, I've been live streaming like crazy lately. No, no, I've been seeing it. I've been a part of it. It's been fun. I know, oh, yeah, uh, lots of fun. <laughs> yeah, I add a lot of nonsensical humor to it. It's all right. It's all good time. Yeah, at least I try to. And um, Oh, I got another one here. What? Um, here we stream. Oh, I asked you that. What do you? What's the best joke you think you've ever written? Have you already, like, said? I haven't written it yet. I'll say, like, what do you think right now? Like, the best joke you have that's part of your, uh, catalog of your special, uh, audio one, "Life Without Balconies" or your uh, dry bar. Like, what do you think is the best joke? You're like go to where you're like, oh no, this is, this is a good one. Um, all of them, <laughs> like all of them. Otherwise, <laughs> I wouldn't have uh, written them down. I mean, there's some I like better than others, but yeah, I got, yeah, I got, I got a lot of jokes that are quotable jokes. Where even if you don't like me personally, if you heard that joke, I I could see you like repeating it. People, I could see people repeating it to their friends and be like, oh, that's funny. So. Mm-hmm. And and again, those where where can you find those uh, the the drive bars on the drive bar app, right? You're yeah. saying, and then uh, the life without balconies that's everywhere. It's iTunes and Amazon. Yeah, it was okay. a Raw Dog Sirius XM exclusive. Now it's uh, it's out for sale, and I put a bunch of clips on my YouTube YouTube.com backslash R A Y D E V I. Is that it? R e r e y d e v i r a a r a y d e v i. My name is right in front of you on the computer screen. Yeah, but you don't have the T or the O. I don't. I think it was already taken. Man, that's fucking gay. So r a y d e v i is what I settled on years ago. Well, no, I mean, that's that's all the questions I had as far as like aliens, sex, <laughs> sex dolls, uh, your comedian history, strange fetishes, if you believe in the Matrix. Yeah, you pretty much covered all the uh, <laughs> <laughs> covered anything uh, people want to know about you today. <laughs> was, it, was that a therapy session? Is this yeah. what you're? Uh, yeah, you could say that. I think it, it came out all right, right? You feel like a better person knowing that, you know, you're not into waifus or, um, sex dolls, you know, how much, how much, if you, if you wanted to get a sex doll, what do you think is a good price to pay? Like the in-between, like, cause I think 10,000 is worth it. If it can get like the likeness, like the real hair and a good feel of like, the skin uh no i think anyone that would buy a sex style would do it as a gag to like hey look what i got guys and then like maybe go to town on it when his buddies aren't around but i don't see i don't know i i, I don't know i have zero interest in a, a sex style yeah well i've seen like those cheap inflatable ones that are they look like they were just a novelty you know those ones at the uh at the carnivals, at the, at the kids yeah, show. you know the ones that are inflatable that they have in the like pool parties and shit. Yeah. Uh, no, I would say no, not to that. Like, if I was really serious, I'd want like 
I wouldn't say the the uh, Mercedes of sex dolls, but I would want like the the Toyota of sex dolls. You know, something that's like fancy but affordable. Yeah, like I said, I'd, and then more so be like, where am I going to keep it? Yeah, that that's my hardest part. Where do I store it? And you know, am I ashamed of it? Do I want my friends to know that? <laughs> do I want my family to know? Do I have it? Do I set her up in a chair in the living room when I'm not? Yeah, because I feel like that'd be the hardest part of storing it. I wouldn't want anyone to know about it. And then I assume it would get like sticky pretty quickly. So I wouldn't know how to like maintain its cleanliness without someone seeing it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you take it out in the backyard with the garden hose. Oh, let the nature feel bad. Uh, the, the neighbor's just looking at it like, oh, he's just cleaning his sex style. <laughs> I'd have to use like a uh, Mister S- Mister Clean uh, magic sponge or something to clean off. Uh, yeah, I have um... no interest in it. You're talking <laughs> me out of it. Even if I was like on the fence about it, now I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Uh... Yeah, I wouldn't be into it. I wouldn't be into it. And the more I think about, it, the more I'm like, nah, I don't need one of those. My life doesn't seem so bad when I think about it like that. Yeah, but if you could, to me, if you could spend ten thousand dollars on one, that'd be about how much you'd spend trying to court a girl or a real woman's even more expensive. And you got to talk to them, and you got to deal with them. Oh my god, that's part of the good thing is talking to a woman. Sometimes it doesn't suck to talk to a woman. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, you broke up right there. <laughs> Uh, I was mean. Sometimes you mean all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like you gotta talk. Like, yes. I don't know. Like that's one thing about doing comedy is what helps write jokes is interacting with people. Whether you want to interact with people or not, you have to to keep your brain fresh. So, um, yeah, yeah. You have to do that. I think I could write a couple jokes about my sex doll, like oh my sex doll the other day. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I bet you some people could relate because they're like, ah, oh, I got a sex doll too. God damn it! I don't think people that have <laughs> sex dolls <clears throat> would want to uh, let it be known they have sex dolls. That's true. So yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think they're. I don't. I don't think there's as many people owning them as you like to think they are. I don't know. It's it's a big world. It's a big world, Ray. People are fucking strange. How would you know? You haven't met any of them. I know. You're I the know. only one you know right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I know me. And if there are people out there that are just like me that are needing therapy and all that something must be wrong with them they're a little bit broken you know that's weird them knowing your condition and thinking that you would be someone to wake up for an 8 a.m uh a therapy session yeah i know that was really uh bad on their part and my part that i agreed to it it was, it was just all uh everyone messed up there but uh i'm sure i'll i'll get it done i'm, I'm at least seeing my psychiatrist everything's good uh but yeah i want to thank you for being here today ray devito appreciate thank you for having me lorenzo areola (laughs) it's always uh 
great one. Uh, you know, you're having a show, you invite me or whatever. I, I enjoy being there with you and Carlos Danger most of the time. And uh, yeah, Scrooge, no. screw Carlos Danger. Can we be done with him? Do we he's still got to? Cool, he's a cool cat, man. I, we cool talk about the same Carlos Danger? I think so. <laughs> I don't know how many Carlos Dangers there are out there. No, he's a good guy. I'm, uh, someone's got to keep him in line. He's getting yeah. a big ego these days. Hey, sometimes you need a big ego there when these other big egos around YouTube are trying to take over. No, he's a good he's a good guy. Check out his podcast, Insufferable Bastards Podcast. And just lastly, again, where can everyone find you? I know you have the Patreon and the YouTube. Yeah, just Ray DeVito. Put a, 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 Ray DeVito YouTube Rock Bottom Podcast on YouTube and wherever you get uh, podcasts. It's uh, I got my own YouTube channel, and then every Thursday at 1 p.m. on the Shuli Network. And um, yeah, Twitter at Ray DeVito, Instagram Ray DeVito. Bunch of videos out there of the last two specials. All right, boy. Thanks for having me, sir. No, thank you for being here. I appreciate you making the time for me. And uh, yeah, uh, thank you, thank you again. Uh, all well wishes to you, what Ray DeVito. Thanks, man. All right, I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Bye.